Hi, this is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. Now, we learned today that the UK is the hardest hit by virus among leading G7 countries. And last week we heard that Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, is injecting billions into the economy on a spending spree infrastructure programme to, to kickstart the economy. Now, whether or not this will work uh, remains to be seen. If, if you just spend money building schools and hospitals, then yes, you do get people back to work. Yes, you, you get the building trade moving, uh, you, 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 you buy supplies uh, and, it, and, and so on. It does create a lot of jobs and that trickles down to the rest of the economy. However, uh, building a new hospital, as one businessman said uh, last week, uh, doesn't necessarily uh, uh, you know, produce anything in, in terms of producing manufacturing or producing a product that you can sell abroad. And this slightly worries me that we could just see this big spending program on roads and schools and, 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 and hospitals, but not see as much return for it as, if, as we would do if that money was more wisely invested. And, you know, at the same time, we've got the government ordering PPE equipment from Cambodia, millions of pieces of PPE equipment from Cambodia, which could have been manufactured here in the UK. And one manufacturer said that they've got capacity to manufacture more here in the UK if they get the contracts from the government. And you know, now that we're coming out of Europe, I think we've, we've got to start looking more at how we create British jobs and how we protect British jobs. Because you know, if, the, if they're all going abroad, if, if the, the, the contracts are going abroad, I mean, we even have our passports made in France now. Um, so if, if the... The contracts are all going abroad and, and we, we have call centres going abroad and banks sending jobs abroad, then ultimately this this will lead to us sliding down the scale in terms of the world leading economies. And, you know, America's hit with the same problem. They've got this giant rust belt where uh, because they've relied so much on countries like China, uh, they've killed off the jobs in their own country. And... You know, whole generations of people are left with, with nothing, and I, I just don't want to see that happen here. Uh, we, we've shown that, you know, I think one thing that the this pandemic has shown us is how you know we we've become too dependent on countries like China for cheap goods, and, and I think the time has come to so that, you know for us to be weaned off this this dependency on cheap goods, and especially goods like. Uh, pharmaceuticals and and medicines and equipment for our hospitals and, and as well as food we, we do not want to be dependent on other countries for uh, our food production I know we are uh, but but I think we could do more in our own country and reference we buy a lot of I know I know look we, we can't grow um, you know bananas and and avocados in in Kent but we, we can do a lot of other things. I mean, the fact is, a lot of our vegetables come from a country which might surprise you, and that's the Netherlands. The Netherlands have got these giant uh, covered farms that, that grow tomatoes and, and all sorts of vegetables. Uh, and it, it just seems strange that we can't do that here. You know, we've, we've got a lot of uh, land in, in parts of the country that could be used for this. The other thing we could be doing is investing in manufacturing of things that will make us greener. Uh, you know, 
the, the UK is, is may not be the sunniest place in the world, but it is one of the windiest places in the world. And I know we have got a lot of wind power going and we and that, that's great. But I want to see that manufactured, that stuff manufactured here in, in the UK. So let's see what happens. Um, it, it could create a, a building boom. It could help a lot of people get back to work. But I would like to see that money directed in, in the right way and, and not just squandered on building you know new schools and hospitals where they may not even be needed i remember once when gordon brown in the in the the, the, the last labor government said that they were getting hospitals done using private partnerships i think it's called private partnerships initiative ppi and you, you know you saw these fancy swanky new hospitals going up uh, i mean one of them was a london hospital and if you go down to the london hospital in Whitechapel, you'll see the the facade of the old building and then when you go through the back of that you, you see this uh, multi-story brand new hospital it looks fantastic but these contracts will be paid for over many many years of high fees high charges for for the, for, for the taxpayer for the nhs or the nhs which is funded by the taxpayer to the tune of hundreds of billions a year so you've got to be careful how you spend this money now the other thing that's been happening today is uh, you may have heard that uh, a company called Wirecard in, in Germany uh, has gone bust. And you know you might think, well, how does that affect the UK? But it, it, it has affected us because uh, it's connected with a firm called, online firm called Pocket. And payments from that online firm has been frozen because the UK financial regulator, the Financial Conduct Authority, the FCA, wants to make sure the money is safe. I, I don't quite get that. Uh, but it's one of dozens of payment cards and foreign currency cards that, which have been blocked because they, they use the payment processing service owned by the German firm Wirecard. And they've insisted that uh, it's temporary, but it's left a lot of people, vulnerable people, uh, you know, out of pocket at, at a time when they can least afford to be out of pocket. And many of the customers have their benefits paid into this, this pocket card account because it's easier to open a bank account. And uh, you know, the BBC interviewed somebody, a single mum from Poplar in East London, who has been barred from using £500 of her child benefit and other benefits, which should be in her hands this week. She's now having to go to uh, a food bank uh, to, to, to get food because she won't have any money while this money has been frozen. So the FCA needs to do something about that. Um, and... It, it, it also highlights the problem of getting a bank account if you are uh, not a five-star customer, if you like, if you're unemployed, if you've got poor credit history. And many of these challenger banks have, st have stepped in to, to take up the slack because the big banks in the high street just don't want you. Now, I, on one hand, you could say, well, fair enough, they're a bank. Why shouldn't they be able to pick and choose their customers? But, but on the other hand, these big four or five banks control you know, 95% of the money supply in, in, in this country. And if people cannot get a, a, a gyro check as they used to for, for benefits and go down to the post office and cash that money in, if they if the, the benefit system insists that it goes into a bank account, then the, the, the main banks in the high street should be forced to give a decent service to people uh, who, who have other problems. Now, I, I believe most of the banks do. They give a, a card account, but obviously they must have had problems because people are having to turn to these firms that 
you know, pocket. No, no one's ever heard of these firms. And now it's, it's shown the vulnerability in the system because they're, they're actually processed by a, a non-British company. So it's not controlled by the, the banking system here. Anyway, that's that's uh, something you, you may have come across, Wirecard, and I'm, I'm sure it will be sorted out in, in the very near future. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is Charles Kelly, bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and enjoy more money. Thank you.